Well, thank you so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed this episode on time travel. Episode 16, it was a big one. Yeah, so thank you guys for tuning one. in and um, we'll see you in episode 17. I just think it was interesting talking about black holes in that episode. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy that you can technically travel back in time if you've got two black holes that are merging together. Yeah. So that's that Neil deGrasse Tyson lecture. The little kid comes up on stage. Yeah. Really good video. We'll pop it in the description, but a little kid um, is at some sort of like science talk. Neil deGrasse Tyson, the king, is up on stage. Question time comes around. The kid's like, what happens when you have two black holes that come together? And this little like he's like nine or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a legend! And and Neil deGrasse Tyson says he's like, um, "What year are you in?" He's like year five or something. (laughs) And he's like, "All right, tell your teacher that I said to move you up to year (laughs) twelve." That's cute. Um, But essentially, I don't know the details because it's like some PhD level mathematics. But um, he said that when you've got two black holes that come together when their event horizons merge, there is a pathway that you can take between the two black holes that would um, allow you to travel back in time to the start of your journey. But is it just confined to... I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure if there is like an... It's isolated to the black holes or if you could go outside. I think what's happening is like um, space time is so warped that it's bending back on itself within the... space of the black holes and that's what allows you to travel back to the start of your journey like a fourth dimensional mobius strip or something yeah like yeah definitely yeah something, um something whack i think it's kind of like what happens in interstellar as well um because when you're looking in a black hole I it's, it's just it's bending space time a little bit yeah and if you get two of them that come together it's just chaos and so you end up with it bending even more how crazy would it be Right, so you, you're traveling through space towards these two black holes that are coming together and you go through the middle of them and as you're doing that, you see the back of yourself ahead of you, you going see, in. You yeah. see yourself going in there from behind. It's like third-person view does, does of yourself. Does it just loop forever? Like, would you just... Would, would the ones... Like, is it just the light that's being looped? or No, nah, it's actual space-time, yeah. So, so are you seeing you... Are you? Do you keep seeing you infinitely? Do you know what I mean? Like, in, like, like in, when you got two mirrors. two mirrors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I, I think that. it would cause like the looping effect. That's, yeah, that's crazy. You got to experiment. Yeah, we we'll, go get some black holes on the if podcast. You, if anyone has access to do black holes, hit us up. We'd love to um, test it out. Yeah. Um, so but it's it's technically possible. Technically. I guess <laughs> technically possible. According to our scientific calculations, <laughs> it's technically possible. <laughs> A big announcement, yeah, everybody. Yeah, um, time travelers will come back to this. So that. that means that we we don't rule out the possibility of time travel in you know like popular culture with all the movies and books and stuff like that. Um, I love time travel movies. And so, so there was there was um, a particular character. Should we talk about the time traveling superstar? Which one? David Bowie. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, he's a, he is. A, okay, that's a whole Can you, can you announce to everybody your theory? I think David Bowie is a time traveler. Why? I'm going to start writing an essay on it. Why? Well, and compiling evidence. Yeah. So I only I only formulated this theory last night, and I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> put a lot of thought into it since then. I was watching an interview from 1999 where he was talking about how 
big that impact of the internet is. Mm. But I mean, 1999, the internet had still been around for uh, like you know a decade a few years. at least. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like the commercial wasn't massively popular. I think like people weren't really using it to its full capacity. Yeah, um, and like even now, I think we're really only. Like in the infancy, yeah. Um, But yeah, he in that interview he had such an understanding of like what the internet was going to be and how huge it was going to be, and the interviewer just didn't understand. He was just like, "Isn't it just like a delivery system?" Yeah, delivery system. system. Yeah, yeah. Um, But David Bowie, he was couldn't emphasize it enough. He was like, "No, we have no idea how big it's actually going to be." I was listening after that uh, as I was working on my theory, thinking about it this morning instead of working. Mm. I was listening to some of his music, and there's a few little, a few little like references to. Or well, firstly, he's got a whole, he's got a whole song called "Time." Mm. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of references to time here and there. You know, maybe he's got some. Maybe there's time travelers creed where you can't talk about yeah. time travel. That's why you know no one rocked up to. Stephen Hawking's time traveler party. Yeah, they all have some agreement. They're like, you know, we got such a great power. Yeah, we can't, we can't go and tell the the olden day folks. You can't shake up the timeline yeah. so much and by yeah going back. It's like the rules of time travel that you see in movies, where they're like, you can't interact with your former self. Or, mm. You know, you got the whole butterfly effect. Yeah. Oh, oh, we didn't add that one to the movie list. Butterfly, butterfly effect. Have you watched that one? Yeah, ages ago. Is it effect or affect? <laughs> a whole nother Butterfly episode. effect, I think. Because affect, affect with an A is like, um, it's like the thing that's impacted. Like it's affected. Effect is the action. But effect action. is like the, the outcome. Now, the butterfly effect. The yeah. effect of the, the butterfly. Is the outcome of the effect. Grammar yeah. lessons on the All Sorts podcast. Oh, yeah. The butterfly effect. So that's one. So that's like in the time travel mechanics of that movie. That's the consequentialism. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's a word, but yeah. any any time travel he does has consequences. Oh, that movie is so crazy. You know how? When did you last watch it? Ages ago. Ages Must ago. have been like five years. Spoilers, but like, so his dad was like crazy and everything. Yeah. But it's just because his dad had the same ability but no one understood mm. and his dad was like trying to kill him because he's like you gotta end the cycle here like blah 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 but then so the 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 mechanism in the butterfly effect is he needs a piece of media to travel back to that time mm. so he has like i think he has a diary that he keeps all these journals and stuff and it's like when he jumps to like he goes back he changes something and then he jumps back to the present but everything's changed so in one instance he doesn't have his journals anymore mm. and he's like freaks out but then there's one there's one thing where he like jumps back in time to a certain part and then it just he has no media to ever jump forward again so he's like trapped stuck wow uh, so is it creating a new timeline each time he jumps back i'd say that's a new timeline yeah that's, or is it is it modifying the events of one timeline and kind of like it's like everything that recalibrates with the new series events in a single timeline well, I guess that that's still new timelines yeah it was just a new version of the same timeline yeah but like are there instances where um, someone time travels you know they jump backwards in time into a different timeline and they have like another version of themselves in different movies like they where they jump back and there is a different version of themselves in that timeline like um 
Is Lupin one of those? Where can they can they see themselves when they go back in time? Yeah, they can. Cause he, he, they, he kills him. The, the whole thing is that he has to exterminate himself. Oh, really? At the end, and no. So they shoot. They jump through the the time portal and they shoot the person, and then they get the reward that's like taped to their back. And when they kill themselves, as like their final thing, they get gold instead of silver. So he sees. Oh, oh, I haven't, like I haven't watched it in too long. Oh. I can't remember. Looper's yeah. a good one, but I don't like... Because that in Looper, like, you know, you see that he has his hand cut off or something like that, or mm. he, like, writes a message and scars himself. Mm. But it's like the only consequence of that is that the scar's there, but it's still the same timeline as if that didn't happen. Right. So it's like, wouldn't that have the whole butterfly effect of changing everything? It's like, you know, yeah. How did he? How did he walk through the door he just opened? If he his hand just disappears now, yeah. And you see his hand like fading in real time. I think you would call that a plot hole, wouldn't you? It's, it's kind of like a little detail that disrupts the whole yeah. situation. But, but that's like um, Back to the Future um, time travel mechanics. Is that right? Like once he changes it, he sees himself fading. Mm, yeah. And it's like. But then, how come there's a t- sorry? It's how like come a there's a time mm. that there's like a threshold that he's changed the future, but he's now fading? Why is it not instant? It's like, like and it's like isolated to just him. It's like would because in the example was um, he, he was fading out of a photo. Yeah, wouldn't they be next uh, to each other? Well, it's like why was the photo taken in the first? Like, would that photo have been taken if he didn't exist? Yeah. You know, so there are like little small details. But I guess that's kind of the freedom you get when you're a movie director. It's like you <laughs> get to time get travel. to make up yeah your own like version of the mechanics of time travel. It doesn't have to make sense; it has to make money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and like it makes for fun viewing when you've yeah. got stuff like that. But you know, I get so caught up on time travel movies that I got to like pause it and rewind. And yeah, because I want the mechanics to make. sense sense yeah i want it to like well i think you'll really enjoy tenet yeah i'm yeah. keen to watch it yeah it's, it was a great movie and i had to pause it for a bit and really think about like what the, what was going on yeah. i was like mm. but they had some good techniques in there um Cinematic so that you can stuff. so you can understand which is which timeline and because there is like like you said there are two um concurrent. T- two concurrent timelines happening at once and like one of them has like a red theme and another one has a blue theme. Oh, that's good. So you can kind of tell what's going on. And then they also, when they're going in reverse, they can't breathe the air in the environment because their whole body is like in reverse. So they have to breathe reversed air, inverted air through a, a tank that they take with them. So you, could, you aside from their movement looking kind of weird because it's like reversed and everything and like cars are like moving backwards and stuff um they're also wearing a, a respirator oh, so it's a good like it's a good indicator like, technique yeah yeah to, to show that they're actually in reverse even in non time travel movies i was watching one the other day and you know a lot of movies have multiple timelines going at once where yeah. it's like you know this is what happened in the past and you're stitching it together that yeah. affects the events of the present but they do like one thing like oh she wears a fringe instead of wearing her hair down or something like that yeah and you're like oh my god i'm so confused which it's time this is in. Can yeah you, can you just do like something dramatic like chop off their hand or something you know or um maybe not that bad use like visual effects to show that it's a memory yeah. or like i a guess cutback. a lot of them have like a, a, a vignette is that what it's called mm-hmm. like a or like a darker scene. Yeah, like they fade fade the colors a bit or make it kind of dreamy. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember what I was watching, but I was so annoyed. I was like, <laughs> I don't know when this is. <laughs> yeah. 
actually uh, altered carbon was a bit annoying with that when it was cutting back to like um before the rising and they were in, in like season two no in the first season actually and it's like and it's it's even more confusing as well because the characters have more than one body And it's like, I don't know who is who and which timeline we're in right now. It's like, is this a memory? Is this present day? Yeah, because Older Carbon starts with a memory, I'm pretty sure. It's like Takeshi getting the door kicked in of the apartment and stuff. And that's a memory. And then it cuts to like present day. And it's like, which timeline are we watching right now? Like, who who is this guy? He looks completely like he starts off as an Asian guy and now he's like some big white guy. It's like, (laughs) what? how is this the same? But then it becomes clear once you realize they got stacks and yeah, they're not the same body. Mm. But when, when you're talking about that, like if you, if you live in like some sort of universe where time travel is possible, Mm. which we could be, yeah. but like, how do you, like our language is all hecked up now, you know? So it's like yeah. the Chaka's Guide to the Galaxy when they go to the, the diner at the edge of the universe, right. the end of the universe. It's like there's all these pages on like if you say is or was or then or will, stuff like that. Because like, you know, English language is very temporal. Mm. I don't know if that's just a fancy way, if that's even the right way to say it. I think it's correct. Yeah. But it's like, you know, if David Bowie was a time traveler since he's passed, is it more correct to say that David Bowie is a time traveler? Mm. Because, like, what time does he exist in? Yeah. It's like our language is relevant or is um, only works within the context of our flowing timeline. Yeah. yeah. Unidirectional. And as, as soon as you add the ability to, like, go backwards or forwards, yeah. our language breaks. But I think other languages, like, you know, Mandarin or something, I, I don't know how to speak Mandarin, but, like, I think they don't really have that concept of time baked into an everyday sentence it's like if i if i said to you it's like the weather is bad this morning and now in the afternoon you'd be like why are you saying is Mm. like it's not anymore it was bad this morning so you could kind of just leave it out and say the weather bad yeah (laughs) bad weather i think yeah even like mandarin is a lot more literal but you don't need to actually specify right so does that does (laughs) that mean for hacker Yeah, if you want a, a good meme, look, tr- translate hacker from English into Mandarin or Chinese and then take the two resulting characters and translate those back to English <laughs> individually and you'll get a good laugh. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. <laughs> so funny. I laughed for like 10 minutes <laughs> when I did that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah good stuff. So good. Well, um, the language thing is cool because that's the whole premise of... Arrival, great, yeah. great. If you haven't seen Arrival, make sure you go and watch it. That's very, good very good. Yeah, I loved it because I was just browsing um, Netflix. web, <laughs> web, web filter, web, <laughs> web, cinema. <laughs> web cinema, and um, I think you can say Netflix. Yeah, yeah, it's just fun coming up with alternate <laughs> words, web cinema. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, Arrival, like this looks kind of cool. And I started watching it having just no idea what it was about. And then it just blew my mind. And I was like, wow, yeah. that was so good. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. and th- But the whole premise of that movie, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it, stop the podcast right now, go watch and then come back. Um, don't forget to come back. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't leave us. Um, the whole premise is like your, your experience of time is influenced or even um, relies on 
the way you language works and the way you interpret language um, and by modifying and going from like our linear understanding of language into this cyclical understanding you can kind of um, see into the future and and change events I don't remember how that last part works yeah it's pretty crazy I have to watch it again but yeah so this woman so these aliens come down and this woman is like a linguist Mm. (laughs) linguist is that linguist yeah yeah and they're like hey aliens trying to talk to us we don't know what they're saying they're just putting out ink blobs or circles they're like giant squids yeah putting out like these ink blocks or circles ink blocks or circles she's spending like months trying to figure it out and everything and then she's like oh it's cyclical or some shit. Because she, she was, when she was trying to communicate with them, she started getting these like f- um, hallucinatory flash, yeah. hallucination oh, experiences. No, are they flash forwards or flashbacks? Because they were, they're like flashbacks of an event in the future. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Uh, and then as, as her understanding developed, it kind of started to click, and she was able to like look forward into the, and see like some issues. I think they would. Is that like? And they were trying to prevent a calamity that was going to affect the Earth. And something. it was going to affect the aliens as well. Yeah. That's why they came to chat. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, yo, there's going to be some crazy stuff that happens in the future. We need to warn you about it so we don't get hecked up as well. Yeah. And then as soon as she understood, they, I think, disappeared. It just went away. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's really good one. movie. I'm going to have to watch that again. It'll be my third or fourth time watching it. But yeah. Yeah, you need I, to. I think that's one that I like randomly watch just browsing Netflix. Yeah. And then they're the best. I forget about it. it. But then I come back two years later. I'm like, oh, this looks good. (laughs) And then I watch it. Yeah. I did watch it. Yeah. They changed the thumbnail and it looks different. You're like, oh, this looks good. Do you know Netflix does a heap of stuff about thumbnails? Like, a bit of a tangent, but. Like A B testing sort of stuff? Like the whole alphabet of testing, you know, A to Z Mm, testing. A Z testing. Based based on um, basting a chicken. (laughs) Based on on what you. Like what you respond to the most and stuff like that. That's why every time you go on it, it's like a different thumbnail yeah, and stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. Some of them are definitely worse than others, like yeah. for the same show. But some, are, like, there's things I wouldn't click once and I definitely would click. Mm. Imagine just having the capital, <laughs> the data science team to do what Netflix does. It'd mm. be crazy. So good. Yeah. I've seen, um, I dislike it when they've just got like the two main characters on, on a thumbnail. It's like that doesn't show me like what it's about yeah. what the vibe is you know yeah not much good so Stephen Hawking mm. has a time travel so this is like how we, how do we phrase this he has he's has invites pending for a time travel party right which is in the past he's, so right? he he has created an invitation for time travelers yeah where the party has already happened the party has happened but no one showed up yeah. no one that we know of no one will show up so no one showed up to the party does that mean that no time travelers were interested in going to the party yeah that that we, we know we can't but, definitively rule but unless no. we somehow are able to in like our current flowing timeline in the future we're able to time travel and they're like oh maybe we'll go back to steve's party <laughs> and then we go back and we change the timeline what's going and on and then man? it's like what we, we showed up at the party and there actually are time travelers like, if we could go back from 2030 and be like, yo, Steve, what up? What's doing? Yeah. What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be wild. Would you do it? If you had the ability to time travel, would you go back to Steve's party? No. Why not? 
treat him mean, keep him king. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. I feel like there's other stuff to do before that. That'd be pretty cool, though, to if you knew that it was safe and like didn't have any major repercussions, if you could just turn up to the party with like some evidence, like I don't know what you would take. But what if people did turn up to the party and it caused a massive flow-on effect that yeah. means that time travel was never actually... Cascading effect, yeah, like butterfly effect. The universe. So, yeah. so it has like... It's like if you imagine that it's... Oh, this is good. I have a really good one coming. I hope you're already... Don't, lose, to your don't lose it. You ima- imagine like... Oh, I lost it. <laughs> you imagine that the timeline's like a piece of string. You put a loop in it so you're coming back and as you pull it, it disappears. It's because oh. they, they've gone back they've erased the chance of it being made. It's like you're pulling that till it's flat again, yeah. so it never happens. Yeah. So every time you make the loop, it's getting pulled out of existence again. What's pulling? Where's the pulling force coming the from? The pulling force is just the consequences of the action. Right. I just made it up, right? I'm not sure. That sounds pretty cool. We should look into that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I, I would go back. if you Maybe you'd take like a piece of radioactive material that they can like carbon date or something, yeah. you know, measure, and they'd be like, wow, this really is from 2030. That would be cool. I don't know if you can carbon date forward there. Well, because they can measure how old something is based on the radioactivity. So, like, when they dig up rocks and stuff yeah. from the ground, yeah, they can measure pretty accurately that it's really old. But how would you... But maybe not within 30 years. How would you recognize that it's negatively old, as in it's young? Because it will... Younger than it hasn't been created yet. How would you know that? Because... No, because you take it... So, right, so we've got two rocks and yeah. they have the same radioactivity. And in 2030. In, no, in, 20, in 2000. Yep. Two rocks. We then travel forward 30 years. One of the rocks has aged only. A, one of the, the original, the one that stayed back oh, is see. older. And you see that it's 30 years older. Yeah. But it's at the same But time. they're from the same source. Ah. Yeah. And, but you can do like, they can actually measure the same thing with clocks. Um, like, did you see the experiment where they've got two... Atomic clocks. Were, uh, I don't think it was atomic, but something similar. Um, one stayed on the ground, and another one went and did a lap around the Earth in an airplane. That's just the, the special relativity, right? Yeah, yeah. Time dilation. Yeah, time dilation, yeah. Um, but it's like, depending on the type of time travel... It would be the same outcome with the radioactivity. Yeah, but it's just easier to demonstrate without being able to like spoof it. I think like I don't think you can manufacture radioactive material that can look like it's old without it actually being old. You know, like I don't know if you can accelerate the radioactive decay just with materials. Just mix it with some decayed carbon thirteen with whatever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure how it works. Yeah. But so you have your speaking in timelines, like, or mm. speaking like dimensions. So we live in a three dimensional world, mm. but we, moving through the passage of time, you could look at that as a fourth dimension. Yep. Like you say the fourth dimension is duration. So yep. you, you have chunks of, if you imagine like the room we're in is a scene, is a cube. That is a point on the fourth dimensional It's just a slice. Yeah. yeah. Like in a movie where you've got 30 frames a second. Yeah. Yeah. We're moving through this 30 frames a second timeline. Yeah. So it's Or infinite frames a second, but yeah. So if we said that's four dimensions. Yeah. Five dimensions would be perpendicular to that. Going off spatial dimensions where each dimension is perpendicular mm-hmm. to the previous dimension. So what is the fifth dimension? Would Isn't, that be... I think the fifth dimension is just uh, any random point 
in the fourth dimension of, of the fourth dimension. Um, and then the sixth dimension but is that, a specific point. But like, I, I think the fifth dimension would be moving laterally in the fourth dimension in the, in the sense that so you the, can move. So the fourth dimension is, is a, is a collection of the third dimension is yep. like this long string that I think the fifth dimension is all of the, all of the, all of the slices of the fourth dimension at once. At once. But that's the. F- Pretty that's sure that's that, the fifth that would dimension. be a segment of the fourth dimension. Well, it's the entirety of the fourth dimension. But that's still the fourth. Or dimension. is it? Or is it all the possible outcomes of the fourth dimension? But it's like, if you had like a plane. Yeah. Just one line on the x-axis is that is the x. Yeah. Is what. I've I've lost it. <laughs> I've lost my train. I'm pretty sure. Sh- yeah, I think the fifth. We we can actually look it up if you look up like fifth dimension just on like Google Images. We might be able to get a representation. But I also think it could be quite subjective. So there's a musical group named the Fifth Dimension. What is this? That, so that's like the fourth dimension. I'm pretty. Maybe the fifth dimension is all the possible outcomes of the fourth dimension. Yeah, that's ah, kind of what and I'm then the, the sixth dimension is one specific point on the fifth. Well, it's one. No, because that would be that would be a step down. As a point on a line would be a dimension down, or like a, a plane of a cube is yeah. a dimension down. Yeah. So how I think that the fifth dimension would be is you have a two. So if we're on a one-dimensional timeline. Mm-hmm. going through time the fifth dimension would that be all possible outcomes like yep. you know you have your branching structure yep. and you can move <laughs> and you can move laterally like yeah, yeah, yeah. up and down through into different, different timelines. timelines so I could move if I could move in the fifth dimension yeah well we can't even we can only move one direction in the fourth that's what I mean though the fifth is all of the possible outcomes yeah. and the sixth is just one particular location in the fifth dimension but that what I'm saying is that would be the fourth dimension because that's more that's more restrictive. Yeah, I see that's, what you're saying. That's a degree of freedom less. Yeah. We'll have to review that 10th dimension video. I think the yeah, that's a really good one. We'll link that. Yeah. But I think the 6th dimension you can see is like you can fold it over so you could go to any ah oh, maybe that's you go to any point in the eye oh, see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You could if you had the 5th dimension as a 2D plane of durations yep. of timelines, yep. the 6th dimension you could fold that over yep. and you could jump from any point. Exactly. Like, you, like if you had a two-dimensional piece of paper, yeah. you fold it through 3D, yeah. you can go from like one coordinate to another coordinate instantly yeah. because you're moving through 3D space, but it, you're only moving on a 2D plane. Exactly. And 5D is analogous to 2D. Yes. 6D is analogous to 3D. Yes, exactly. We got there. I'm not. I'm not ready for seven, eight, or nine. Or <laughs> yeah, ten, yeah. Right now, we'll, we'll put that one. We'll put that one in a corner. Yeah, like ten is crazy. It's like all the possible time, all the possible outcomes of all the timelines, like all brought down to one point, and then it starts over again. Yeah, like it's, it's just very. It's interesting because like everything in nature itself is self, like recursive. Mm-hmm. What's the word? Like self. You know, like I remember, like you know, years ago, we we're talking about how like the coastlines look like algae mm. and stuff like that. Like everything in nature is very, it is itself over and over. Again. Right. Yeah. It's, it's like with the dimensions, like how we're talking about how it's analogous. You yep. get to the fourth dimension, and your three-dimensional definition becomes a point. In yeah. The yeah. Dimension. And then you. It's go, all very cyclical, and it's yeah. like it just starts on a small scale, and then has this like repeating pattern yeah. that goes out, yeah, almost into infinity. Yeah, pretty wild. 
And it's like, how far does it go? Yeah, like maybe we're just one molecule. Like our whole universe and all of its timelines is like one molecule in the brain of a. We've like we've spoken about this in like the universal computer being one molecule in the brain of a huge organism, and we can't even comprehend its scale. Yeah. It's just giant. It's beyond us. Yeah. We've got a very exciting episode today. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to be talking about time travel. Mm-hmm. Episode 16. 16. And yeah, hey guys. Welcome, welcome aboard. back. Yeah, we, we hope you've uh, enjoyed your little breaks from the previous episode. Um, we had some good engagement. We've got a viewer from Texas, I think. Oh, yeah. I saw Howdy. Yeah, howdy. Out to our Texas listener. We're glad that you've been tuning in. Um, and yeah, just welcome. Awesome. 